Syracuse and the noon Wednesday ACC tournament game. It's a duo like peanut butter and chocolate, like Jordan and Pippin, like me and a midnight snack. And maybe we can rekindle a dynamic duo with a guest that we've got hidden backstage. It's your Locked On Syracuse Wednesday, and it starts right now. You are Locked On Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into Locked On Syracuse. I'm Owen Valentine. We teased it. We said he might be back ACC tournament preview time. And the one and only Matt Bonaparte makes his return today. Matt, welcome back to Locked On Syracuse, my friend. Thank you. And thank you for the invitation to have me back. I've missed uh, the camaraderie with you. I've missed the comments, the people. I've missed it. Uh, I apologize for... My lack of background and uh, my apparent couch usage right now. I, I don't have a desk in the new place. So I'm, I'm, you got to cut me some slack. I've only been here for three days. Uh, you got to cut me a little bit of slack, but I'm pumped to get back. The kid moves three days ago and he's like, yeah, let me hop right back on Lockdown Syracuse. And thank you so much for making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen today. And every day we are still free and available wherever you get your podcast. Even though Bones is gone, we're still there whenever and wherever you need us. And today we've got ACC tournament preview time for Syracuse basketball. And as we've discussed, it's been tough. It's been frustrating. It's been infuriating. This is the postseason for Syracuse. There's not something lingering on the horizon, barring a miracle uh, out of the squad in orange. There is not an NCAA tournament lingering. There's not an NIT tournament lingering. There is the ACC tournament. And it starts today the noon tip-off. So they are getting right after it. Bones, I, I joked with you before you hopped on today, but there has been quite the correlation between the wheels falling off what is the moving vehicle of Syracuse basketball and you departing from Lockdown Syracuse. It's been utter chaos since you've departed. Yeah, I don't really know what's happened. I mean, those four straight losses were just such painful, painful blows. Uh, because you thought you had a chance after the NC State win because they were a ranked team, whatever. Everybody was pumped, and then they just dropped the ball. And they weren't even close. I mean, four blowout losses. Duke comes to the Dome. Everybody and their uncle's in attendance, and they just don't show up. That like It was a classic first half where you thought they were going to at least you know put up a fight till the very end. And then they just let everybody down. Um, but, hey, I mean, you can't put it all on me. I was at the BC game, so at least I tried to help then. But it was it, it has been brutal. Not the best. But they, they finished the season out with a big win. A lot of fun in the Dome on Saturday, as we discussed early on this week. They close with some momentum bones. Now, I, I guess my, my first question, and we, we don't always chat as much as we used to, and so I don't know your true gauge on this. Even with the four-game skid that we just witnessed, I know I personally, pre, 
that skid had the feeling that this is a Syracuse basketball team that can beat anyone in the ACC right now. And that was my sort of narrative before these, these last five games to close out the season. Where do you sort of fall uh, on that conversation right now? Does Syracuse still have that potential? Has it diminished? Uh, where is sort of your mentality in terms of Syracuse and its ability to win games uh, in an ACC that's not at its peak by any means right now? Well, they've played a lot of teams close. I mean, don't forget about the close Virginia loss uh, and that close Pitt loss earlier in the season, the close Miami loss, a lot of teams close. And, and like you said, you alluded to, the ACC not really all that strong this season. I think it's no secret that Syracuse can beat anybody in the conference this year, but they just haven't really done it. Uh, they played a really strong wake team in the Dome on senior night, and they, they beat them. Um, and I think that Miami, who would be second in their path if they took down the Demon Deacons twice in a row, aren't incredibly strong. I mean, they're better than Syracuse on paper, for sure. They've got the win earlier in the year, but like I said, it wasn't by much. So uh, I think that any game in a neutral site is, isn't a toss-up necessarily, but there's a chance for a Syracuse victory every single time. I agree. I, I mean, I watch what Syracuse did on Saturday, and in terms of regaining some momentum, they, they did an outstanding job. And it, it seemed like they played one of their best games of the season. Obviously, you know, Jesse Edwards puts on an all-time performance in the Dome, finishes on about as high of a note as you could humanly possibly fathom uh, with a 27-point, 20-rebound, 5-steal, 2-block performance. I can't get over that. I don't want to get over that. I want to talk about that all day, every day. They have these flashes, right? And they have all season. And there has not been that ability to string things together. But right now what they do have is, is two guys in Jesse and Judah who are coming off of phenomenal performances. Uh, and Judah Mintz, who is, you know, fresh off of closing out the regular season, just shy of ACC freshman of the year, loses that by three votes. You've got that talent, which is sort of where I think a lot of people fall in that when you have a team and that has some talent and a guy in Jesse that can dominate when he wants to dominate and a guy in Judah that we've seen take over second halves, not even to mention if Joe Girard comes out and shoots the ball well, right? This is a team that, that has enough pieces to I definitely believe and agree with you that they, they should and can be in in so many of these these conversations to be able to win if things fall on the right side for them and if the correct Syracuse team shows up the question just lingers what team heads down to Greensboro because that is that is the question at hand here yeah and as we know from pretty much every season we've watched in the last 10 years or so uh, when it comes to bubble time, when it comes to backs up against the wall, this is it. Syracuse tends to play pretty well. I mean, even last season uh, in the ACC tournament, they blew out Florida State. Buddy punches that guy in the stomach, uh, which is still the most boneheaded move ever. Um, I, that like and, slipped my mind until you said that too. Like it was. Yeah. What was it? Why just looked right past it. Punch him in the gut. Um, and then game two, he doesn't get to play. And Jimmy and the boys almost beat Duke with Paolo Bencaro and whatnot. I mean, they played really, really well in that game. 
but didn't quite pull out the victory. But, you know, you have to at least think that they're going to win one game, but that's not going to be enough to even get them in the conversation. They probably have to win the tournament. Uh, they would have to win the tournament to make to make the, the, the dance. Um, but, you know, just on, on the note of Judah and the note of Jesse and, and their great play, I get the feeling – or at least I got the feeling more and more as the season went on that Jude ain't coming back. I mean, that kid is so good. I mean, that Wake Forest game, some of those moves around the basket to put the ball in, I mean, he was so, so good. Uh, and he moves like an NBA player. He still doesn't have a shot. Dickie V said he wants him back. Uh, he should go back to, to you know, be taking shots with, with Coach Mack. But – I don't think Judah Mintz will be back in Syracuse. I hope he really will be because I think he'd be a much better player uh, going into the NBA after next season. And of course that would benefit Syracuse, but uh, it, it just, it's getting hard to see. He's been incredible. He's so fun. And every game there's like that moment or that finish at the rim where you're just like, all right, that's it. It's been fun to watch him. It's been fun to see it happen. Uh, and it would have been awesome I mean, we, we had this conversation uh, on Tuesday's episode about, you know, did Judah get snubbed in the freshman of the year? I don't think he got snubbed. Uh, Filipowski had an unbelievable season as well. And I, 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 my take was that when you got two guys that both have unbelievable years, comparable stats, you go to the guy whose team played better and you go to the guy who was the piece on the team that won more games, uh, which I think is where a lot of things went in terms of the vote. But, he has been the pleasure uh, of all pleasures in terms of watching point guards at Syracuse. It's been unbelievable, regardless of what decision he makes. Uh, but let's take a quick break. Let's talk on the other side, some keys, some predictions, some what can happen, what will happen, where does Syracuse fall in the mix of all of this? I misclicked. Sorry about that. Before that, let's hear from our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook. We've passed the midway point of the NBA season, and now it's the perfect time to download FanDuel. I feel like every time, any time is the perfect time to download FanDuel. It's America's number one sportsbook because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe. It's secure. It's super easy to use, and you can bet on anything from the money line to point scores, threes drained, rebounds, assists, blocks, you name it. They've got it at FanDuel. They've got my personal favorite, the two-by-three. That's two three-pointers scored in the first three minutes. Rip it off like a Band-Aid. Know if you're going to have a good day or not in the first three minutes of your basketball game. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at bigger payouts with the same game parlay. Nothing spices up a game more than throwing a four or five legger down, sitting back on the couch and saying, hey, maybe today's the day. So don't miss the chance to get your first no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It's an official sports betting partner of the NBA. We've got bones here. We've got Owen Valentine here. This is the reunion, and we are talking Syracuse in the ACC tournament. Noon tip-off on Wednesday. They take on Wake Forest. They just beat Wake Forest. All should be sunshine and rainbows. Do exactly what you did at the Dome. Have Jesse go off. Have Judah play a solid game. Have the team play a solid game. Bones, let's talk a little bit in terms of ways that Syracuse can be successful 
in this game. And then in theory, if they can continue on in the ACC tournament, I want to talk to you because we, we just mentioned Judah. We just mentioned Jesse. Where do you sort of fall in terms of who is the most important player to Syracuse's success in the ACC tournament? Does it funnel through Judah? Do you have to feed Jesse? Is it Gerard? Where do you sort of fall on that conversation? Or is it a role guy that needs to step up? I mean, it's got to be one of Joe, Judah, or Jesse. Uh, And you see that performance from Jesse against Wake Forest, and it's really hard to pick against him. Uh, But you know what? Actually, I am going to pick Jesse. I mean, because if he's playing at his highest potential, it's near 20 rebounds as well as 20 points. And that's so invaluable. So I'm going to go Jesse, although Judah's not far behind for me because that guy is a scoring machine when he really, really wants to be, and he can put the ball in at any angle. Um, So he's not far behind because points win you games, but Jesse on the boards is is so valuable for this team. Yeah, I I like that take, and I think especially watching that Wake Forest game that you just saw and how important Jesse was and how Syracuse was able to get a relatively dominant win courtesy of his performance. I I think you nail it there to go and show some variety here. I'm almost at the point right now where I know what Judah's going to do. And that's why I'm not going to pick him at this point in time. Uh, And so I'm going to go with Gerard just because I feel like he has been an incredibly polarizing player this season where he's had those stretches of games where he's been outstanding. And then also some stretches where he sort of disappears or you could make a turtle reference and he goes back inside the shell. So I think it's sort of what Joe shows up there in this ACC tournament. And is Joe going to be there putting up? I don't think he has to put up 20, but I think you need him in that 15 ish, 15 plus range uh, to try and be in these games. And I think you need him as a three point threat because when Joe's shooting the three, well, It goes such a long way in opening lanes up for Judah on the drive and also opening things up down low for Jesse in terms of, you know, making it harder to double team because your focus needs to be on the perimeter a little bit more. And and that's sort of where I'll I'll leave with that one. I think Joe is going to be the success indicator just because I'm almost at a point now where I, Judah's getting 20 in my mind. And I think he's going to do it, whether it's, you know, all in the first or second half, if it's spread out, we've seen so many games from him where he struggles in the 1-H and then, you know, vamps things up in the second half. Uh, so I think I'm set on what he's going to do, and I am just going to mentally, and maybe I'm insane for doing this, just mentally say that what we just saw out of Jesse is what we're going to see for the rest of his time this year. Uh, and so That's I'll make Joe Girardi the key. I, I, I know. I, I might be insane for saying it. I want to believe it. Uh, this is a question that we, we've we discussed so many times, so why wouldn't I make you answer it one last time? If you go outside of the three J's, who needs to play a big oh game, Matt Bonaparte? Have we ever had this chat before? Who's Only a thousand right times. It's been a month <laughs> since I've asked you who your guy is. Out of Chris Bell, it's out true. of Justin Taylor, out of Benny Williams, who is the guy right Dude, now? My Malik JT Brown, too. Take. Give it to your boy. My JT take did not age well. I was so high on him, and he just he just didn't do it. He didn't do what I wanted him to do, which was go out there and be a dog. He hasn't scored double-digit points since Virginia Tech in January. That's just brutal. 
Um, how about Benny turning into like an actually decent player every now and again, by the way? I mean, like he, awesome. he has had such an up and down season, like plays 30 minutes in back-to-back games, Pitt and Georgia Tech, and then Wake Forest plays eight minutes and score. I mean, he's just – he's an anomaly this year. Another guy who I could totally see transferring, um, but I hope he doesn't. Um I don't know. It's so tough because like we're at the end of the year now and none of them stepped up and became like really good at all. Like yeah. they all had flashes. They all had oh wow, that was a great game. I mean the Chris Bell game, what was it, Notre Dame? Uh back in January where he was unreal, five for eight from three in that game. You thought maybe he was gonna be the guy. Uh but I'm gonna say I love Malik. You know I do. He's I my know. guy. Um, but yeah, you know what? I'm going to go Malik. He's got to show up because I just love him and I love watching him play. Well, that's the play. That's the move. I like that. Uh, I'll go if I had to choose, I, I think, and I hate that I, I brought this conversation back up. It's on me for <laughs> starting it, but I, I, I had to do it. I want to be, I think I'm team Benny right now. Okay, I, that's right. I was going to go Benny. And Maybe it's me liking him as the as the kid, as a player right now, as a person, you know, grinding it out. And, and he struggled this year mentally with all of that and, you know, sat out a game. And to have him come back and play that two-game stretch where he was money. He was lights out. It was fun. Um, obviously, your Wake Forest game, he wasn't quite there. You didn't need him. Uh, and so I'll, I'll roll with Benny on this one. I don't know. Oh, yes, I hate this conversation. This conversation is going to change. Because it has no right answer, you know? This like, conversation. All of these guys. I, yeah. I've been saying this too. This conversation is going to tra- change so dramatically in the next month when we've got how many of these guys transfer and then maybe a transfer comes in and now you're revamping this conversation for an entire offseason. This conversation yeah, boy, is not done yet. Your boy John B is out the door. How do you feel about that? Um, I'm going to say good for him. Good for him. It I was, it was somber. Me, man. I, I didn't have it in me to walk in with a poster, but I, I almost went to the craft store because <laughs> I, I needed to get him a farewell poster. I said it, I'm going to try and get him on the show. Uh, I, his DMS are closed, so we'll, we'll see what happens, but I want him on the show before he departs. Uh, we got yeah, a lot more to talk about. We got, some previewing to do. We've got some predictions to make in terms of Syracuse, in terms of the entire ACC. And we got the duo back together. It's fun to have Bones back on here. I'm excited. It's nice. We don't get to chat as much anymore. We're not forced to see each other's faces for an hour every evening. Uh, so it's nice to get him back in here, get him back in the mix. Bones, are, I, I guess we got to get into this because it is it is that time. And we would not be do want to do a good podcast here. If, if we didn't answer the dire question, where, how, how far does Syracuse go, my friend? <sighs> I mean, <laughs> do you want the realistic answer or the optimistic answer? Tear it off. I don't care. You don't have to deal with know, the repercussions. I don't know if they comment. win this first game. I don't know if they do. Yeah, like that, that, that game in the Dome took a lot. All right. It took an inhuman performance from Jesse Edwards. It took a Jersey retirement ceremony 
fueling them. It took a halftime Jerry McNamara speech. It took Carmelo Anthony's presence and the rest of the 2003 team in the Dome. I don't know that they go down to Greensboro and they get the same result. I don't know if they win this game. And if they do, I don't know if they're beating Miami. I don't. I really don't. So I think at most you're winning two games, but you're probably not winning any. I agree with you there. I don't think there's a world where they make it past Duke. Right? You're not making it to the ACC championship game. Are you winning this game today when we're listening to this? Maybe. Right? It'll be a close game. Syracuse is projected to lose by two at this one. They were projected to win by one the first time they played Wake. That I still can't fathom. And I know Vegas is right at all. But I cannot fathom FanDuel. Answer that question. How do you know? How do you know? Because who in their right mind said like yes? Like I told you, they had the jersey retirement behind them. It was the whole thing. Apparently, that's that's a big deal in terms of spreads. I respect that line. It was well done. But right now they're down by two or favored to lose by two. I think you might be right. It, it's a tough first game. And you mentioned how much had to work the first time these two played on Saturday and how everything needed to be perfect. And there was a stretch where you were worried as well. I think uh, Wake hit five threes in a row. I was like, e, all right, this team can do it. Wake Forest shot 30% from three in that game. They shoot 38% on the season or 37% on the season. You don't get the measly performance out of Wake again. And maybe Andrew Carr is not in foul trouble the whole game. Maybe Carr doesn't foul out with 10 minutes left. You get a lot of things go in your favor. Plus, as you mentioned, the inhumane, out-of-body experience that was Jesse Edwards in that game. That's tough. That is tough. Uh, I think Syracuse, if I'm going to predict they win one and lose to Miami, I, I don't. I don't know. I say this all the time. I'm a Syracuse fan. I want them to win, but I'm not a liar. And I don't think they make it past Miami. And I'm not 1,000% sold they make it past Wake. Uh, So that's sort of where we fall right now. Bones, you have a prediction for an ACC tournament winner? I gave mine yesterday's episode. Where are you sort of sitting right now? The ACC, it's weird. It doesn't feel normal uh, just because teams are down. And no one's really far and beyond a good team. Uh, where Where is sort of your, your feel in terms of who can run away with this one? I like defense, all right? I always have liked defense. I know where this goes. I like passing. I like handsome coaches. All those signs point to Virginia, okay? Tony Bennett and Kihei Clark, those guys are going to lead the Cavaliers to an ACC championship. I just think that uh, people aren't really talking about the fact that Kihei Clark is, is going to be out the door next season because probably because they don't believe it uh, because the man has been there for 10,000 years. Uh, But it's a farewell tour for him too. Okay. Uh, 
Uh, and the people in Virginia love that man because he has been so good for so long. He's only 5'9", 160 pounds, but he has caused me and a whole lot of other Syracuse fans a lot of pain. Okay? Uh, I think that team is the only team that can really give it to Duke. Um, you know, maybe you get uh, the kind of situation you had last year where a team like last year's Hokies just pull out of the bag and a guy like Hunter Couture goes off. But if that doesn't happen – I think Virginia is the team to beat because they just, they're experienced. Uh, they have a whole lot of talent, a great coach and a great leader. So I'm going to take the Cavaliers here. I like it. I think it's them or Duke. I sided with Duke yesterday. Um, I don't know. Right. And this is, that's the fun of it. When you get a Cinderella squad that just figures things out and has someone go off and, and plays lights out for, for an ACC tournament. I don't know who that team is this year. So I'll, I'll go. It might be the chalk answer. I thought I was making a bolder pick than I was this morning when I recorded uh, the Tuesday episode, uh, and then I checked the lines and realized that I took Duke the betting favorite. So hand up. I thought I was being bold. Apparently I was not, uh, but that's okay. Bones, thank you for coming back on. Uh, Dude, it's been a pleasure. I am excited to see everything you're doing. Uh, maybe we get you back on at some point in the off season. We'll do a little fun. We'll do a draft of sorts and maybe mess around. Sounds uh, good, but man. I'd love to. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Hey, thanks having for having me. me. Of course. If you're not done with your college basketball fill for today, I know Bones misses saying this. I almost should let you do it. But I'm not because I'm selfish. Thanks for making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen today. You still want more? Bones and I, our buddies, Isaac and Andy, they bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. You're from big name experts, coaches, players throughout the college basketball landscape. There are <coughs> oh, there's so many one and done games that are happening this week. Conference tournaments leading into Selection Sunday. There's no better time to listen to Lockdown College Basketball. It's available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you. If you want some more, I got to do this funkily because Bones is here. You still could probably hit the subscribe button like above my head. And then Bones's head is going to probably be another video. If you're, you know, you're not quite done yet. You want a little bit more. But regardless, thank you so much. I'm Owen Valentine. That's Matt Bonaparte. The brief, long-awaited, exciting return. I will catch you tomorrow. Hopefully, preview game number two for Syracuse in the ACC tournament, but only time will tell. Have a good one. Go Orange.